and we are back. Another episode of Corner Trey, the best hoops podcast in the world. That is an objective fact, by the way. I can prove it. <laughs> uh, we'll have to talk about what the Celtics spent a minute since they did an episode. Uh, I think the uh, best thing probably to start with is that Bucks game, which I thought was pretty interesting. Um, I think all season, logically, I felt like the matchups. I feel like you, you know, you, you go, you should really always. You, know, you the, I think the lens you gotta look at it is everything is about winning individual matchups, and you know, fucking five on five. I always say that it's five on five, meaning, you know, sure you got maybe one, one of the be- three best players in the world on the other side, and you have, you know, Jason Tatum on the other side, on the other side who is. You know, objectively not as good, but as uh, as a whole, as a function of you know what the Celtics do, it's a really hard matchup for Milwaukee because they don't really have you know the personnel. Everybody's getting fucking cooked off the dribble, man. And you can't win games when you're just getting beat the fuck off the dribble like they were every single time. That's just hard, man. I don't care who you got on, on the back line. I don't care if you got fucking Dikembe Mutombo and fucking uh, <laughs> Hakeem Olajuwon, man. I don't care if you couldn't beat off the dribble like that, you know, with the team that's got snipers everywhere. You're going to get fucking crushed. And that's what that's the problem here with this matchup is they don't really have guys who stop the ball. You know, Drew is Drew. Drew's Drew, you know, really good defender, I think. I think people kind of gas him to the point where they think like he's Gary Payton or some shit. And in some matchups, he does look like Gary Payton. He, for whatever reason, like Devin Booker, that guy just can't get nothing to run. Drew Holiday, same with CP. He just fucking owns those guys. But in this matchup, it's just not really. It's not his best matchup because one, you know, both Jalen Brown and both Jason Tatum are a little bigger. They got. Right, they're fucking nasty off the dribble going to the rim nasty off the dribble in the mid range nasty off the dribble from three so it's just like at the at the least they can shoot the fuck over this guy and most of the time they can still kind of body him and finish with traffic finish in traffic at the rim so it's just it's a tough matchup for him and then on the other end you know for whatever reason, Giannis just can't play versus team man. I mean, he can play, but it's just like this is not his. This is not his matchup. You know, I think the Celtics are the one team in the league that's just kind of so confident in the fact that yeah, you you know you're gonna probably get yours, but it's not gonna be efficient. It's not gonna be. You're not gonna be shooting fifty five percent, sixty from the field. You're gonna be in the low forties, maybe even in the thirties, man. Like. It's a very, very tough matchup. They switch with size, so they can put Marcus Smart on him, really, man, <laughs> and be like, yo, what you gonna do, man? Because I think there's also the threat uh, of that point of drawing fouls with Marcus. So I think Giannis is a little reticent to attack in those scenarios. So you see kind of a lot of settling because he just doesn't want, he knows Marcus is gonna get three or four fouls on him. He just knows it. I think he understands. I think that's something that he is evidently aware of. If Marcus Morris guarding him, I I can't go. I can't be my normal self because it's going to be way more judgment calls than the average matchup. 
And even in isolation versus like Al Horford and Jason Tatum and Grant Williams and sometimes Jalen Brown. It's tough. It's tough, man. That shit is not easy. That shit is not easy. So Celtics can kind of stay, you know, they don't really have to do, they don't shift their coverages around him so much as, you know, he's got to adjust to some things. He's got to, he's got to have some, <laughs> the ability to knock down, you know, if it needs to be 10 jumpers in a night, he needs he needs to be able to do that, you know, in this matchup, and he just can't. And, you know, exacerbating that is the fact that the guys he play with, the guys he play with, he plays with are not, you know, they're not the Donovan Mitchells of the world. They're not the, you know, Steph Curry's of the world. They're decent, decent create, offensive creators, you know. Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton, really good players, but they're not, like, you know, top shelf, top shelf guys. Who can go and get theirs whenever they want for saying any coverage? You know, they have certain quirks to their game. You know, Drew Holiday's a guy that kind of he needs to be, you know, able to exploit his size matchup because he doesn't have the, you know, the east to west kind of creativity that you see most some of the you know elite star creators have. He's got a lot of north south stuff going downhill, being a bowling ball. He's really good at that. That's why he, you know, had that fifty bomb. Where's Indy? You know what I'm saying? Like, he's good at that. But in this matchup, there's nothing. There's no. He's not really at a strength advantage versus anybody. Smallest guy. It's going to be Derek White or Malcolm Brogdon. Like, Marcus Smart. These guys are fucking tanks, man. Yeah, they put Jalen Brown on him to start. Like, that's not easy. Jason Davis is going to be on him. That's not easy for him. Go to the rim. It's going to be Robert Williams or Al Horford at the rim. That's tough, bro. You know, Grant Williams is guarding him in ISO. That's tough for him, too, because Grant's a fucking brick wall. It's a tough matchup for this team, man. So, you just saw the the complete, absolute, you know, speed and athleticism gap between these two teams. And I think that's a pretty big factor for a potential series, if you think about it. Um... It's gonna be hard for Milwaukee. I don't think this is, I think people kind of underrate how bad of a matchup this is, and I think that last game looked a lot like a Celtics team that kind of just like these two teams have played so many times together. I think the Celtics at this point understand, you know, how to attack these matchups efficiently, how to get to their spots versus defense. Defense is not gonna give you, you know, it's not like playing the Warriors, you know, where Draymond might be. He might be dropped back to one possession. He might be up high the next. He might be, you know, hedging on one one possession. He might be straight up blitzing on another. You know, and the Warriors, they you know, they kind of move to the beat of Draymond. And he kind of is this shifting force. You know, this kind of this wrecking ball on defense that can kind of do whatever the situation needs or needs from him. Whereas you see like Milwaukee and, you know, they're pretty stagnant in their coverages. Where, you know, you know Brook Lopez is going to be dropped. There might be a question of, you know, how far back he might be up a little higher maybe, depending on the player, but he's typical pretty it's typically a pretty deep deep drop there. So you can kinda understand where the where the you know the uh the shots are gonna come from. They know if they have Giannis on them, they know that they that they both Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown understand that Giannis cannot guard them in space. As good as of a, as good of a all time you know elite help defender this guy is, if you get him matched up on you in isolation, and it's from the perspective of 
Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, if they have them match up on, if they have him matched up on on them, they are going to <laughs> they're gonna go east to west some more. They're gonna go you know into their bag a little bit and try to get him off balance because I know he, it's a little bit tougher for him to regain that you know upright motion for a, a good clean contest at his height. You know he's coming from his most of his opportunities are coming flying in from the weak side. That's a little bit different from having to stay in front of shifty forwards. And Tatum, Tatum knows he can just get to his bag. Like, <laughs> it doesn't even matter. He can go into his little, you know, two or three dribble pull-up three. He doesn't. He can get that space off. He understands that he can get that shot off anytime he wants. And Jalen knows he can get downhill on him anytime he wants. So it's a, it's a, nice, it's a nice little dynamic there. There's a nice little dynamic knowing that, you know, Al Horford, he's going to get good looks at threes because Brooke Lopez is deep, deep in that drop. Understand that if they have Ingles or Jay Crowder on them, that they can <laughs> abuse them in isolation because that's what they did, man. It wasn't funny, man. It was not funny watching those old guys try to stay in front of us. <laughs> like, oh my goodness, man. This is, this is going to be a very t- if if this match if this is a matchup in the Eastern Finals it's going to be hard for Milwaukee. I'm gonna let's just be honest. It's going to be hard for them. They're they're fighting uphill from a matchup standpoint. I think a lot is riding on Chris Middleton and what he can give on both ends because what he gave on defense was not good. And his offense he was hitting some nice little contested shots. But that's what they kind of need someone who can hit those kind of bad shots. Because they're going to be, they're going to be there. That's for, that's what the Celtics are going to give up. Those those isolation shots. He's not going to see two very often, so he's going to have to do his work in isolation. And they're going to need that. They're going to need a lot of high level shot making from him. Uh, yeah, but defensively he did not look good. He did not look like he had the athleticism to stay in front of these guys. It, it didn't look good from that aspect, and that's going to be a big part of it. I feel like. Because if he if he's getting cooked, and you can't play him as much, and you're forced to kind of play more Wes Matthews and more Jay Crowder, then you're done. Then it's over, right? I, you know, so that's a tough matchup for them. It is. It's just it's just gonna be a tough matchup for them. They probably will have to see Philly. I do think Philly has a good shot of beating them too. Uh, that, that game's on later tonight. It's gonna be interesting to watch that one. But yeah, uh, that was a good game. Like I said, it just looked like. A team, it looked like the Celtics understood this matchup. They understood, you know, what it takes to beat these guys, and they understood, you know, the level of focus, level of offensive focus you have to have, because they're gonna get situations where there's advantages, there's, and they have, and there has to be a concerted effort to move the ball cleanly and uh, carefully. It's one of the things that was also very good is they they cut the turnovers down. Those are the things that kind of killed them. Uh, and that series is turning the ball over. It's the only way that Milwaukee will score is if you turn the ball over. So if you, turn, if you don't turn the ball over in this matchup, you're gonna you're gonna win by blowout margins. I, at, the, at this point, you know, the, with the Milwaukee defense, if they're gonna stay in this coverage, they're gonna win this series very easily. If they're gonna stay in that coverage, don't think I don't think they they are as scheme versatile. As one would one hope. I'm not sure what's going on here. Yeah, sorry about that. My Siri just went off. <laughs> Don't know what the fuck that shit is. Uh, 
I don't know if even the mic picked that up, but if the, if the mic did, that's hilarious. Uh, I don't know what I was saying. I was, what am I saying? Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, this is not a good matchup for Milwaukee. Just point blank, period. Uh, it's We'll see, but yeah, the two matchups the Celtics have played with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown on the court, they've combined for 70, and the Celtics have won by at least 20. <laughs> so it's they're like plus 60 in those two games. It's not good, it does not look good here for Milwaukee in terms of this matchup. So you better hope they that the Sixers get the job done because uh, let's just say I, I'm not sweating a, a possible series versus this team. But in general, you know, uh, let's just you know, let's switch gears a little. I want to switch gears a little bit and just mostly focus on the seas in general. Uh, I've been very pretty uh, pleased. I, I'm I'm decently pleased. Yeah, I mean, I think it's been a good season. It started off kind of shaky, obviously with the whole Udoka thing, but. I think considering, you know, the injuries they faced, you know, pretty, pretty, you know, pretty large, impactful players missing large chunks of time. Obviously, Robert Williams missed 40 plus games. Uh, Mark Smart missed a chunk of the season there in the middle, like 15 or so. Uh, Al Horford not playing back to backs. You know, JB's face getting destroyed. <laughs> And the, you know, annual is Tatum. <laughs> Has somebody swapped Tatum's uh, brain out <laughs> for a month, you know, where he just looks like the worst player you've ever seen. <laughs> you know, you got to understand, if you're watching Jason Tatum, it's going to be at least, you know, there's going to be those things. As good as, he, as good as he is, and he is one of the best five players in the league right now. As good as he has been this year, as good as he has been in his career, obviously, you know, it just, you know, just going to be those times where he just looks bad because he just, you know, I don't think shame ever comes to him in terms of, you know, whatever he's shooting. And I, I think that's a good, you know, that's a good attitude to have, you know, but I think it does. There, there will be a time where, you know, as he evolves into a player where some of those 5 for 17 games you live with because he is doing other things on the court at a very high level. Uh, I think he'll get there. I think there are nights where, you know, 5 for 17 doesn't really hurt that much because, you know, he's doing his shit on defense and he's playing, you know, within the team flow on offense and some shots maybe not have gone down, but, you know, they're not bad shots. And ultimately... If Jason Tatum shooting the ball, you'll love your chances, so. But JB, man, that nigga is balling. <laughs> shout out, shout out JB, you know. The often maligned number two, which is kind of crazy to me, but I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's just the way, you know, social media works and you just see the outwardly negative aspects of it, but... From my view, I would say, you know, we should be fucking, like, happy. <laughs> like, you should look at what, you know, your top two guys are doing and just be like, oh, that's pretty cool. <laughs> you know, say, it's nice. <laughs> or, you know, just be satisfied and be like, oh, this is pretty sweet. 
<laughs> that's what I am. I'm just like, oh, this is nice. I like, I like the fact that you know these guys are, t- are, are very good basketball players. <laughs> and, you know, maybe they're not perfect, but yeah, they're really fucking good. You know what I mean? Like, they play mostly every game. They play two way. They, they, you know, they are big time hoopers in terms. They're just big game hoopers. You know, they they get up there for big games for for games you gotta have. They're on it. Clutch, you know what I'm saying? Like, shoot. It could be worse. It could be worse. And I think, you know, someone's got a really good chance here, man. They're, they're clicking right now at the right time. You know, I think there, people, there was a little bit of panic because they just they looked off for maybe like a week or two. And, yeah, they did look off a little bit. But, you know, I don't think... It, after what they had done in the first half, I just didn't think it was more of a... I thought it was more of a just a sense of urgency type of thing where it was just like, okay, yeah, we know what we can do when we're, we're clicking. And obviously, the injuries did impact a little bit, but, you know, they just took their foot off the gas a little bit. And I think, you know, considering how long of a season they played last year, that's fine. That's completely fine to me. I mean, like... That means they're gonna be a little bit fresher in the playoffs. Let's go. Check fucking ball. Like I, I, I personally don't see any team in the East really being a good matchup for them. So I'm expecting a return to the finals. That's that's my expectation. I think they're that good. I think they're that good. So let's we'll see though. You gotta play the games. Uh, things happen. If they don't make it, then it's not the end of the world though. I, I do expect it, and then we'll see what happens after that way. After that, so I'm not saying they'll win it. I'm not saying they'll get. I'm not saying you know it's a guarantee they'll get there. I just expect it. So we'll see. Milwaukee, let's go. Philly, let's go. Let me get Miami in round one, man. We'll say let's let's send Udonis Haslam into fucking retirement, man. That guy would be fucking sick if he got knocked out by the Celtics in round one. To end his career. That's what I need. I, I, I do not care as much about playoff Jimmy Butler as much as I do wanting to, you know, send Udonis Haslam home upset. So, let's do that. <laughs> Come on, Miami. Let's go. <laughs> but, yeah. If you look at the numbers here, the Celtics are, you know, pretty dominant right now. I mean, they're plus 10 for the, for the, for the month. They've been two 40-point blowout wins, you know. A couple of unlucky losses. They got thumped into Washington, but who cares? You know, it's just one game. They're 9-3 in their last 12 games, playing good hoops. Defense is locked in. Offense is clicking. Al Horford is shooting 45% from three. I don't think people will understand that. He's shooting 45% from three. Like, that is an absolute cheat code, man. That's a weapon right there. Malcolm Brogdon's shooting the same. That's another fucking weapon, man. Malcolm Brogdon. Shout out Malcolm Brogdon. That guy's hooping, man. I love watching him. So, so consistent. You know what you're getting out of Malcolm. Very skilled player. Very skilled player. Shout out D. White. He's hoop as well. D. White and Marcus have held it down at the guards all year long. They've been great. Tatum 
fucking snapped out of it. He's looking like MVP Tatum again. It's a good team, man. It's a really good team. Rob looks looks like he's back. It's a really good team. I think uh, I don't know. I, I think people are being a little a little hard on this team. I think we're we're kind of expecting you know greatness out of this team. So I understand it, but I think they are meeting the task right now. They are. They look like a great basketball team on both ends right now. So. I think I think the league is really tough. It's tough to win in this league right now. You look at everybody hovering around 500. It's really hard to win games. You got to be on it because offense is skyrocketing. There's a lot of talent on a lot of teams. A lot of hungry teams. A lot of young, hungry teams. So those these guys are coming out. You know they're coming at the the establishment. You know the the Golden State Warriors. They're coming at them. Suns coming at them. The fucking Grizzlies are coming at them. I'm sure Sacramento wants a piece of them. I'm sure Sacramento wants a piece of the Lakers or the Clippers. You know, they, they want to prove their shit. You know, Sixers, they look hungry. They look like they want to break the curse. Fucking New York looks hungry. Everybody, everybody's hooping, man. I think this is really, I think people are being a little, uh, not understanding overseeing this is a lot of you know, elite competition night in night out because everybody's trying to win right now and it's kind of it's kind of fun look at or look at Orlando they're fucking trying to get to the plan man you never see that shit man it's fun shit okay C's fucking trying to win man <laughs> you know like this is this is some fun shit shout out to the plan that's just gonna be fun to watch but yeah uh Look at the numbers, man. Celtics are like number one over the last three months, man. Uh, and that going with all that, yeah, I think uh, a fifty, you know, what five plus win season is. Uh, that's elite. That's really good. So I'm, I'm happy with it. I think Missoula's done a good job under the circumstances. He's lost a lot this year in terms of his coaching bench, man. <laughs> so. You know, consider consider the the odds stacked against him in terms of what happened to get him where he is. So, regardless of the roster, which is obviously elite, I just think there's a lot of challenges. Obviously, stepping into head coaching day, a head coaching position, you know, when he only had like six days of prep or whatever it was when they named him and when training camp started. So that's not a lot. Lost one of his top assistants. Just last month as well, so hey, he's doing he's doing a good job. Top five both ends, number one net. That's to me a sign of a team that knows what it is, knows what it needs to do, and is prepared on a, on a night to night basis. So it's good coaching to me. Let's, let's start these fucking playoffs though. I'm done with the regular season. Start the start the playoffs. Let's get this let's get this basketball shit rolling. Thanks for thanks for listening for. Uh, not tuning this off and if you did uh, you missed out sorry but you missed out you can always come back shout out to y'all shout out to my family shout out to everybody peace